0: The Way China Fights War. The first thing people must understand about war is that for most people, they barely notice. For instance, during the American Revolution, it was just a few miles to the north of Philadelphia. Americans and British offers commingled at parties and other social events just as Washington's troops froze at their encampment in Valley Forge. The residents of Philadelphia primarily played both sides so they could survive whoever eventually won the war. Just as we see now with the American War with China, it's an undeclared war, and that's the way China wants it. There is a lot of commingling because ordinary people know they need to survive and find a way to appease whoever wins. And currently, most people, as they did with England during the revolution, are planning for China to succeed. So they play along to get along. There is still open trade between the countries, there are still ownerships that extend between the nations. The war that China wants to have with America is not one with troops and tanks but in culture. Their strategy is to replace our culture with their own, so they plan to convince those average people to embrace their culture gradually and through that means to undo America and replace it with Chinese communism. China's premier book on strategy, The Art of War, lays it all out for everyone to see. They don't mean to be friends with us or anyone in the West. They intend to conquer us and rule over us, implementing their culture at all costs. Warfare Changed in the World the Moment that the Radio Was Invented World War II and the various conflicts in the East and Med-East involving communism were carryovers, but war changed. Before mass communication around the world, which we have today, the goal was to use sheer force to force an opponent into capitulation. Now, such a surrender of culture can occur through the media, which is why China has invested so heavily into buying up American media and using it to shape our opinions against American capitalism and toward Chinese communism. Since most of us think of war as planes, tanks, missiles, and troops, we never declared war formally because the war with China has always been about other kinds of means to instigate a capitulation. Remember the power of Voice of America during the Cold War. By sending in media to the USSR from the United States, considerably eroded everyday citizens' belief in communism and caused a massive erosion in support for the mother government. Combined with the outrageous spending Russia involved themselves in to keep up with Reagan's military buildup, it crushed the nation and communism from that part of the world. China and many others worldwide have studied that playbook and are attempting to use it against America. They have loaned us money to control our debt obligations. They have purchased property in America to have a vested interest in what goes on in our country. They have a massive spy network of honeypots raised from unwanted little girls in their culture to subvert the politics of our republic. They have been hard at work for decades, infiltrating our institutions and bending them toward communism at every turn. I often tell the story of the Children's Museum in Indianapolis, Indiana, where one of their most significant exhibits is essentially a brochure for China and their eventual domination of the world's markets. The exhibit essentially states, China will be the next world superpower, better get on board. People have gradually accepted this to be accurate, making the conquest that much easier. The primary strategy they wish to provoke against us is frustration in our republic form of government. We have designed our way of government in America to work slow, not get in the way of business and commerce too much. That is one of the keys to our fantastic GDP. Government works too slow to get into the form of our economic engine. But communists want to show how efficient a central party rule can be if they go total authoritarian. Where decisions are made by a few people and are imposed on everyone else without debate. China wants to tie up our courts, they want to see republicans fighting democrats. They want to see our media in chaos because they want to see our internal strife bringing down capitalism from these forces they have infected with their ideas so that the collapse comes from within, giving them plausible deniability. But things have not been good on the China front, they have been caught tampering with our elections in America because they went too far with their tampering. They don't care to break American laws. But in their haste, China has left behind their footprints in the paint they have surrounded themselves with into a corner. And of course, they have been caught on COVID-19, a manufactured virus they produced in the now-famous Wuhan lab with Dr. Fauci. They have tried to contain the story with their global media partners of Google and Facebook, but the story has gotten out just as the information did back in the days of Voice of America. News still gets out, and China has its hands on all kinds of duplicitous activity. America can't afford to call them out on it because of our debts, because China has the goods on so many of our politicians and their relationships to the spy network. There has been a lot of commingling. I pointed out that during the Revolution, Benedict Arnold was one of Washington's favorite generals. But during all that commingling with the British officers, Arnold met a nice girl very sympathetic to England. So out of love or lust, or both, he betrayed Washington and fought on the side of the English. It happens all the time. The only thing that has changed is the way we fight. Not the intent of the fight. Many in our present Congress have had such relationships, and they are compromised to China, and they can't fight back, not anymore. Their hearts are not clean. Yet never confuse the matter. The Chinese want to show how slow our republic form of government is and how fast their communist government can act because the flaw in their belief is that government can produce. That is the failure of all Marxist ideologies. Marx never figured out that centralized authority could not force fairness on people while still producing on a mass scale. Marxism never accounted for the personal autonomy of individual free will. America discovered that and developed it in its own unique way, and the communist government of China knows it cannot win face to face. They have had to resort to all this double dealing and internal insurrection as their only means to accomplish their objective. One of the reasons their mistakes have increased, and they have been exposed, is because the Trump economy was threatening to get too far in front of them, destroying their goals of becoming the world's most dominant economy. So, they had to take out Trump and did anything they could to do so, starting with the manufactured COVID virus and the election fraud that we are now seeing on the various electronic voting machines around America during the last election. Ultimately, they plan to capitalize on people's hatred of Joe Biden, a president they put in place, and to shove Americans toward communism for a solution to all the dysfunction they hear about in the news, much of which is now owned by corporate media loyal to the Chinese change state. And that is where we are, at war with China and their intent to rule the world with communism. And nothing else. Rich Hoffman. Click to buy the Gunfighter's Guide to Business.